This is the Game of Life. Welcome to the Game of Life. I'm Gail Nelson, President and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters, and I'm pleased to be in the studio today with the Football Unites family. Jason Jenkins, Senior Vice President of Communications Community Affairs at the Miami Dolphins and Hard Rock Stadium. Kaisha Edge, Education Director for the ADL Florida Region, Football Unites partner. And Major Tim Belcher, North Miami Police Department. Big brother Tim Belcher, big sister Kaisha, and soon to be breaking news. <laughs> Absolutely. Big brother. Thank you for giving me your consent, sir, because we are go- we're going live here. Uh, soon to be big brother Jason Jenkins. But welcome to the Game of Life, everybody, and welcome to the studio. Well, thank you for having thank us. You. No, it's special. The National Football League as a brand, the shield has never been stronger because as we think about social justice, as we think about really making uh, our community stronger, safer, and through relationships, uh, through uh, just care. And as I think about the Miami Dolphins and our, our local, our community, the Football Unites program, Jason, tell us a little bit about it and why it's so important to the Dolphins brand. No, thank you very much. And again, thanks for having us. And on this Friday, how could you not be excited when you hear that theme music? That was some great theme music coming it's in. old school. If you don't like <laughs> September, something's wrong with you. Now, I want to do that as a surprise, everybody. Kaisha almost had to sit down now. Take it easy now, Kaisha. <laughs> yes, sir. No, but for, from our perspective, our owner, Stephen Ross, is very invested in the community. The Miami Dolphins were South Florida's oldest football team. And we appreciate and expect the, the value that we have to bring value to this community. And through our Football Unites program, we really want to do something different in terms of like looking at all the intersections that make up South Florida and look at how the ways we can bring people together. Because to us, it doesn't matter your race, your gender, your sexual orientation, your identity, your ability, your faith. We feel football is a connector. It's a, way, it's a place for unity. And it's a place to bring everyone together. So how can we use our platform to inspire change leading up into the NFL initiative but also how can we make an impact in our community? That's a special thing. And the last time I saw you, well, actually it was over at the stadium, spent some time with you and the team. But in Phoenix, Arizona, you saw firsthand uh, a little bit of the impact in a big way when one of our big brothers, uh, Detective Chris Mitchell of the city of Miami Beach Police Department and his little brother Tyrese, in front of all the NFL ownership, in front of all the coaches and the NFL brand and the commissioner and everybody on his team, how'd that make you feel sitting there representing the 305? Now, it made me feel so amazing when our, when our owner, Stephen Ross, who went, who's from, went to Miami Beach High, saw that connection wow. from Miami Beach Police Department. And it just shows you about the powers of connections. I know you were gracious enough to let us know you were going there, getting that, getting that honor. And through that connection, we now have a connection with the Miami Beach Police Department. Beautiful. And everyone here through ADL Florida, through North Miami, through North Miami uh, Power Program, but also through Noble, the National Association of Black Law Executives. Yes, sir. It's just been a series of interlocking connections and connections and connections that kind of get us to that level. So thank you for providing this platform for us to come on, but also thank you for this program that you have. And from the Miami Dolphins perspective, it's like we don't have all the answers for social justice. Heck, we don't even know all the questions to ask. So how can we work with groups that are already in that space, doing amazing work, amplifying those efforts, but we're also a football team which brings great emotional connections. So how can we use our platform to bring, bring people of these organizations in to kind of show that everyone is about the same thing. It's, it's all about humanity. At the end of the day, if we have those efforts and do those things, we can move conversations forward, we can inspire change, and we can show a united community. The Game of Life, this mentoring podcast was set up. And as I go to Kaisha to talk about ADL Florida, one of the things that's so important for all of our guests, I want you all to understand, you think Game of Life you know, Inspired Change, National Football League, Miami Dolphins. This is not a sports podcast. Uh, one of the slogans of the show is, 
in life, everybody makes the team. We're human beings, mm -hmm. to your point, Jason, but how you play is up to you. Mm -hmm. I mean, and when you think about game of life and we think about NFL, with a name like Gail Sayers, I better be able to <laughs> maneuver this show as best as possible. But Kaisha, uh, tell us about ADL. And as we think about uh, the audience you're speaking to today, mm -hmm. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the social media platforms, uh, no place for hate is something that caught my attention. Let's talk about ADL. So ADL is a civil rights anti-hate organization mm. that has been around since 1913. So a little over 100 years. Uh, we have offices, 27 offices all over the country. We have offices overseas. Um, and our mission is to stop the defamation of Jewish people, but to secure fair and just treatment for all people. Yes. And so there are many different little pockets of what ADL does. We do education work with students in schools and community organizations. Um, we do education and diversity work with police departments through our Managing Implicit Bias program. Um, we also do advocacy work uh, with government officials, mayors, local mayors, uh, state officials on the congressional level. Mm -hmm. um, and we also work with companies like Google, Facebook, um, to create algorithms and, and different um, techniques to identify hate speech and hateful things online to try to help eradicate that. We know that's a huge thing right now, one of the biggest programs um, that we are asked for to do in schools and after school programs is about cyberbullying and cyber safety. Yes. Um, so making sure that we're in that arena as well and working with those heavy hitters in that arena to ensure that um, we can all safely navigate the web and that we can enjoy our free speech in respectful ways. I remember growing up, uh, in inner city of Toledo, Ohio, and you know, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words, 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 yeah. will never hurt. words will never hurt me. Right. But let me, but as we think about that today, 2019, words matter. Yes, they do. Images matter. Yes, they do. How our kids are portrayed and the images, uh, and what people say, and some people hide behind the keyboard mm -hmm. or the phone, uh, and so no place for hate. When did that originate, if you will? Um, no Place for Hate started in the late 90s, about oh, okay. 1998. Okay. Um, and this is a climate change framework um, that is implemented by schools, community organizations to A, um, increase respect yes. in that environment, um, stop bullying, or at least assist in it, because we don't say the program completely eradicates it. We can't stop it. We can't, right. uh, we can't monitor. We can't um, make someone do something, but we can only react to it once it's done or try to prevent it. Um, and this framework is where students, teachers, community members, family members, we come together and we actually, as ADL, offer them a training, a diversity training. And so we'll sit with them, we'll do a needs assessment, we'll look at the needs of that specific community, whatever that is, because we know every community is different. Um, and we bring in trained facilitators to hold a diversity training. And sometimes there are three hours, six hours, we work with the community that we're at right. um, to ensure that it's within the time frame that they can allow. And once we do that, then we implement three community-wide, school-wide activities that focuses on being respectful, being inclusive, and embracing diversity. Because as you all know, I don't have to tell you, our diversity is a strength. It's not something that should divide us. That's right. And so how do we embrace that? And we allow the students and the community to come up with those ideas. And at the end of our, our terms, it's mostly a year. Um, for our summer camps, it's the summer uh, when we have students who come right. from summer camps. Um, we award them this huge blue banner that it's humongous. You can hang it outside. People hanging in cafeterias and gyms um, saying, no place for hate. This is a no place for hate 
community center, school, and that's telling people who come into here that we're not going to tolerate any hateful, disrespectful uh, jokes, any hateful, disrespectful uh, memes, any hateful, disrespectful rhetoric talk that here we can we can disagree, but in a respectful way. Safe place. Safe place. So words and brave matter. place. Absolutely. Safe and brave. It makes a statement, a bold statement. When I think about bold statements, uh, the men and women that put on the uniform every day that protect us, that serve the communities. Uh, and I first must say, uh, Major, Major Belcher, as we think about what you all do every day, just I must say thank you for your service first and foremost. You're welcome. And uh, as we think about Football Unites, as we think about just the mentoring space, I mean, certainly uh, your role as a big brother uh, to you, the young Cameron uh, in the elementary school in North Miami, your chief that's been Jeriga, yes. that's been a big brother for years and certainly supports the program. Just your role in Football Unites. First question for you. I got a couple for you. Mm -hmm. uh, but just why is Football Unites so important from a law enforcement perspective, sir? Well, first of all, I want to say Jason talked about the Football Unites wanting to do something different. And I must say they have did something different tremendously okay. by bringing all these organizations, different organizations from different professions and different areas together. Mm -hmm to be a part so we can learn about each other as far as the culture, yes. uh, the way we do things, the way we police, the way we present ourselves to kids, uh, the way kids should be presenting themselves to us. So I think the Football Unites program is very important and it's very vital uh, for the things that we are involved in as far as trying to make sure we get the social justice going, make sure the kids see the right path to go down, not the wrong path. Make sure they learn the respect and the due diligence when they um, speak to adults, not just police officers in uniforms, but they should be speaking to adults in a certain way. Yes, sir. And sometimes those adults should be speaking to them in a certain way and showing them the right way to go. Um, so we still have a road, a long road ahead of us to deal with because with all the good people we have in this organization, that's partnered up with Football Unites, we still have a whole bunch out there that's, that's not good people. So we have to try to change the mindsets of these young people who we come in contact with and the adults and the police officers because the police officers are humans just like some of the citizens out on the street. Remember, we came from those citizens. That's right. And we came with a certain attitude and a certain character about ourselves. And some of us brought some bad baggage. So my thing is is that now not only trying to get the, the, the young men or the young women to do the right thing, we got to also make sure our law enforcement officers do the same to where we can all be respectful uh, towards each other. So what you're saying is, and if we're going to truly inspire change, yes, and as we're, if we're truly to unite the community through the lens of football, it's really it's accountability on all sides, yes, sir. respect, mutual respect on all sides, whether you have a badge or a uniform or a helmet on or just, just men and women every single day, and we have to get back to, uh, I guess, this conversation today of just humanity. Yes. And I remember you know, a grandmother and a mother raised me. Mm -hmm. I'm like Timothy in the Bible, if you will, uh, Lois and Eunice, if you will. <laughs> and, but my grandmother, my mother raised me and it was expected, expected, not asked. It's yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. Yes. And now mm -hmm. kids are like, <laughs> you know, if they, if they even look at you. Uh, and so, and, and I want to keep uh, from a positive thinking, a forward thinking standpoint, what has uh, the North Miami Police Department done specifically in the space of helping, uh, again, we talk about Football Unites and this opportunity for all of us, and we're happy to be a Football Unites partner. And yes. Thank you, Jason, and the Miami Dolphins for including Big Brothers Big Sisters of Miami in this space. 
from a law enforcement standpoint, so much hype and you know the, whether it's national news, local news, uh, and people talk about well, there's bad police officers, well, there's bad accountants, there's bad attorneys, yes. Uh, and and so there's I, I manage the expectation when people talk to me about you never want one of anything to be the representation of everybody. Right. Right. What's North Miami Police Department doing in the social justice space to move the needle on humanity? I must say, for years, um, when I came on the department in 1992, um, we had the opportunity to look around our community, especially with the kids. I, w I came in and I began as a school resource officer. Uh, but I was also still mentoring kids because I was just leaving school teaching. Um, and me and another coworker of mine, we saw that we need to do something for the young kids getting out of school so they don't get in trouble. Mm. So we started our Police Athletic League back in 1996. Yes. So we could take them off the streets when they get out of school. If they wasn't going to the library, we wanted them on the court. And those spectators who was going to be lingering around not playing or in the library, they could come around and watch the activities. And that's what they did. So every, a lot of the kids enjoyed that. We've been kicking off this program for years now, over a decade. Uh, we've been having different leaders in the program. The, the program has become successful. Uh, with the program comes different other events, such as our FACT Festival, families and communities together. Um, that where the Miami Dolphins come out with their players. We bring other people from other professions, other organizations. And these kids not only get to see police officers, but they get to see the football players. They get to see the, 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 sup the supervisors, uh, like Jason himself, you know, who's yes. a, a manage management within the organization. They get to see other leaders in organizations. They get to uh, win prizes, to walk away, to hug football players, take pictures. These are the things that we need to help change the mindsets of our young people that's coming up. So that's very important as far as going towards social justice. We want to make sure that each kid, each young man, each uh, man or woman, father or mother, get the right treatment, get respected the way they're supposed to get respected, get the right service, get the proper service from police departments. When we go out to respond to a call, we want to make sure all those things are done. So what we're teaching in our PAL program is just that. You know, through our homework help, through our boxing program, we're teaching them discipline things they need to do, how they need to be in school. We don't want you to come out with an F, D, or C. We want you to come out with an A or B. Yes, sir. And if you can, you can stand on that A all the time because that A going to take you a long way in life. You're getting me hyped up, Major. I hear you, but you gave me the chills earlier, so now you got me hot. <laughs> Inspired Change, Game of Life, mentoring podcast here with Jason Jenkins from the, from the Miami Dolphins, here with Kaisha Edge from ADL Florida, and Major Belcher from the North Miami Police Department. Football unites. That's how we inspire change. And one of the things I want to talk about, folks, and we're, I want each of you to respond to this one. Every one of us has had somebody that mentored them. Yes. Mm -hmm. You would not be sitting in this seat. We're going to go ladies first on this one. Mm -hmm. And I want you all as concisely as you can. I want to know the name of that person, whether they're alive or living or dead. But mentoring matters in and out of uniform whether we're in a suit and tie, whether you're uh, a sharply dressed lady, everybody can mentor somebody else. So Kaisha, who mentored you and what did he or she teach you? Mm, that's a good question. And I have to say that right now I'm gonna talk about my first ever mentor. All right. Who was my grandmother. All right. First lady missionary. All right. Mamie Lee Durden. Um, my yeah. grandmother was a major influence in my life um, because my mother was a young mom. And so um, my grandmother had 
a major part in my upbringing. Um, my grandmother was a woman who, uh, back in a time where black women really weren't um, going to college, and, or better yet, getting graduate degrees, went and received a graduate degree. How about that? Went uh, and did it while she was married with four children. Four children! And still got a, a master's degree and, and taught and changed many lives, many, many lives, um, through her, her teaching public school. Um, you know, there are so many things that, I, and my grandmother's still alive, thank God. Mm. Um, and there are so many things that I just appreciate about her. Things that um, when I speak to some of my friends, you know, they say, well, how did you know this? And how do you know that? And I was like, my, my grandmother. You know, my grandmother was the first person to tell me that when I go to a nice restaurant, they need to give you a napkin to match your, your skirt, honey. If you have on a white skirt, they give you a white napkin, not a black napkin, and vice versa. And when you're having lunch, turn your teacup over so that you're not interrupted. But she taught me all of those little, those little etiquette things that, un unfortunately, I think we've lost along the way. I don't think that um, young ladies are receiving um, as much now. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, even small things like that to my grandmother being the inspiration for <coughs> me to go to college. My grandmother yes. telling me, uh, baby, you gonna go to FAMU. And I said, okay. And guess where I went? <laughs> to FAMU. So she was your Google, <laughs> she was your college recruiter. She was, and <laughs> she, she was everything. So, but God bless your grandmother everything. for mentoring you. You're the lady, you are the woman you are today because of your grandmother. Yes, thank you. That's all right. Yes. Jason, uh, you have a very significant job with the Miami Dolphins. You impact so many through this Football Unites program under that inspired change umbrella with the National Football League. Who mentored you, brother? That's, it's interesting. Uh, it may sound cliche, but my parents, um, you know, my, my mother and father obviously played a big role in my life and really kind of grew up in a sports and education background. My father was a professional football player and a coach. Okay. My mother was an educator. So this field I was in, it's sort of like I was almost destined for it, not knowing it, it, it even existed. Wow. So I think for them, and also on a personal level, my parents uh, never were married. Okay. And, they, and it, I didn't grow up in the same house, but I was so naive. And they made that commitment to me that they were always around. I didn't feel like any different than any other person in, in the, uh, you know, in, that I grew up with on my peer level. So the fact that they made those sacrifices for me and it, whatever challenges they may have had, it was about my growth, my development. And then when it came down for school, like college was not an I was going to college. I was achieving. I was achieving there. They they, they they took away every obstacle that could have been in my place to not to to be able to achieve, and they also made sacrifices for themselves through their. I don't want to say happiness, but but from their deal, it really was about growing. You know, growing me as well too. So I kind of I can't thank them enough for for you know for doing that. And I've kind of carried it on to my wife, my kids, and, and those things there. So I kind of learned from them the work ethic, the overcoming adversity, the hard work, those kind of things that are needed on that level, on a professional level. I mean, our vice chairman, Tom Garfinkel, has been, you know, amazing. When I first got into this field of sports administration, I saw myself as, okay, maybe one day my goal is to run a communications department. So I was able to achieve that, but he was like, well, you could do more. I mean, you have all the qualities to be able to, to do and achieve and have success. So his ability to push me, give me new uh, opportunities, but also kind of mentor. He's a continuous learner. He's one of the biggest thinkers that I've ever seen. If you saw what he's done with the stadium, you see what he's done with the Miami Open and all those kind of things. Phenomenal. And I've been able to, he's given me an audience and be able to have a seat to learn about that, but also push me to do more. And that's sort of how this Football Unites grew, what we've done with our Junior Dolphins, what we're doing our communication. So it, he's been such a great leader and a mentor without even knowing it, I think, to me, and I appreciate that as well. 
That's absolutely incredible. Yeah. Major Tim Belcher, who mentored you, sir? Uh, I must say my, my grandmother, um, mm. who raised me, and Carl W. Kirkland, uh, Pearl W. Kirkland. She raised me since I was a very young boy. Um, I, I had I didn't have the opportunity to see my mom too much. She was into speed, fast cars and motorcycles. Oh, okay. Um, so I stayed with my grandmother forever. She taught me so much. She taught me the gospel. She taught mm -hmm. me every morning when the gospel music is playing, that's all I play now is that gospel music. I play it in the morning for my kids so they can get it into their system. Uh, just making right decisions, you know, doing certain things the way you do things. She taught me how to cook. She taught me how to sew. I want to learn everything myself just so I can do it myself if nobody else couldn't do it for me. Um, so I must say my grandmother had led the way for me and taught me a lot of things, you know, coming up. But what it also taught me, not having my mom or my dad, well, I, met, I didn't meet my dad until I was 11 years old. Mm. Um, so I had the opportunity to get on the trailway bus at 11. Uh, my mother put me on the bus and sent me up to D.C. to meet my dad for the first time. I was excited to see him. I met him. I stayed with him for a little bit. Um, but one thing that taught me is that I didn't want my kids to grow up like I did. I wanted to make sure all my kids was from one woman. I wanted all my kids to be there and getting along with each other. Um, and I want them to grow as a family. So that's that's what we're pushing now. And I sit around, sit and listen to you all around the table. We all have similar backgrounds. Uh, as <laughs> More than you know. <laughs> being raised by grandparents, trying to make sure our families are on point as far as our now family, our kids, our wife, uh, making sure we're on point so we can be the role models for the next family that may be coming up. That's exactly or, right. Or the, next, the mentors for the next group that's coming up. Or for our kids to, to make sure they follow in our footsteps and make it even better. Um, so that was my thing, not to be like my parents, but to be better than my parents. And then I always tell my kids, I want you all to be better than me and mm. better than your mom. Mm. Go ahead, Jason. And so one thing I mentioned, you mentioned names. My mother, Mary Clay, M-A-R-Y Clay, <laughs> my father, C.L. Whittington. Because when they hear this thing on Friday, they're like, you said all this stuff when they mention our names? So Mary Clay, C.L. Whittington, I love you. Thank you for everything you've done for me. I, I tell you what, uh, and the beauty of this podcast and – as we think about Football Unites and how we literally inspire change in this community. This is the first time I've met you in my life, sir. First time I've met you in my life, ma'am. Known Jason for a little while. I met my father when I was 18 years old. My mm. parents divorced when I was two. I met my dad in an airport. Mm. So as I think about just organic conversations, I get up every day to serve children. Mm -hmm. And so to say it, you know, and again, I keep saying football unites, but football is family. Yes. Mm -hmm. We talked about our mentors. Look at how all the dots mm -hmm. connect. And as I think about my role here as president CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters, but at the end of the day, there's uh, four people at home, four kids, one body, what, excuse me, three bodyguards and one princess mm -hmm. <laughs> that bear my name and a wife of 23 years. And so as I think about how we've just organically talked about our family, right. faith, you know, making sure you food with that matching napkin, <laughs> <laughs> and football. Right. So when you think about all the right Fs, all the right ones, mm -hmm. football is family. Yes. And as we just move forward, Jason, I want to ask you, I mean, it's got to feel so good to have a, an intentional effort on the part of the National Football League 
uh, and kudos to Roger Goodell and all the leadership in the National Football League for investing in social justice, allowing a local brand, uh, the Miami Dolphins, to truly have an incredible, and kudos to all the Dolphins top brass, uh, and Jason, of which you are a part, to allow us to get together. Because now Big Brothers Business is going to partner with ADL. Mm-hmm. Kudos to Chief Jeriga with North Miami yes. Police Department. We got high school kids coming once a month being matched directly to police officers, not just for the relationship, but now these young men and women learn the business side of law enforcement. Yes. Mm-hmm. And all as a result of a powerful and fun sport we call football. No, you're absolutely right. Then you talked about you wake up every morning, uh, you know, for the children. I wake up every morning literally with a smile on my face to be able to have this platform to bring people together in what we do. So I'm extremely blessed to be in this position. And what we've seen from this program, and Major Belcher touched on it, and Kaisha as well, too, is that the great thing that I've seen over the course of the year is these organizations, we have 45 and counting. We don't want to put a limit on it for yes. what we do. But they support each other's events, and that's, that's the great thing that I've seen is that as these groups connect with each other, I know uh, ADL – had a uh, transgender awareness event okay. mm-hmm. and we had over like six of our football unites partners there whether it was police whether it was whether it was african-american whether it was lgbtq uh, groups as well too and that just put a smile on my face say hey now this is kind of this is kind of getting somewhere this this is working because now you talked about the connections that are being made here and the fact that these groups are kind of getting together it may, it may not not that they were against each other but he right. said no awareness of each other right, right. And, just, and they were almost in the same spaces as well so instead of like maybe like having the same event on the same week, maybe they can they can combine. Maybe they can have it at the stadium. Maybe we can have players there. Maybe we can have our chair there who, who does an amazing job as well, too. And just creating these uh, connections. I mean, I'm just super excited, blessed to do it. And I wake up every day just thinking about what's, what's the next thing that could be uh, done. Well, I thought I had a cool job, but I see you on Instagram, Jason. You are <laughs> Jason's on top of the Statue of Liberty today <laughs> yes, uh, with the Football Unites banner. Uh, it is uh, what it's commendable. And as the National Football League celebrates 100 years uh, this year, and the Super Bowl is going to be where again? It'll be right here at Miami Gardens, right, right Hard Rock here. Stadium. Absolutely. Miami Gardens, Hard Rock Stadium. So I hope, and no pressure, Jason, but the Football Unites program somehow, some way, should be highlighted as part of any act. We're happy to host anything here, but the bottom line is we have a lot to celebrate. Uh, I want to just thank all of you for being on the show today. And if you're listening on any platform, you say, you know what, I want to be a mentor, 305-644-0066. Say, you know what, football uh, has unites, has caught my attention. And so we want to partner with ADL. I'm saying it out loud, Kaisha. Awesome. We want to continue to enhance, strengthen, and expand the partnership with North North Miami Police Department, uh, Major Belcher, and Jason. uh, Game on as it relates to football. Yes, sir, Mr. Major Belcher. Whenever a police officer raises his hand and says you want to talk. Uh, just one finger. <laughs> it had an impact on me, sir. So I'm, I'm ready to do my professional close. It's like, hold on a second, young man. Yes, sir, Major I, Belcher. I would be remiss if I didn't mention uh, the man who you spoke about twice um, or three times since we've been on this podcast. Yes, um, and it's my chief, Larry Jeriga. Yes, sir. I just want to get the opportunity to thank him for allowing me to come here. And also bringing the partnership together between Dolphins Unite and uh, North Miami Police Department and our PAL program. Um, with that and me being a part of NOBLE, the National Organization of Black Law Enforcement Executives. Yes, sir. We also had the opportunity to partner up with the football program and the 5,000 role models. Yes, so sir. So when we talk about mentoring, mm-hmm. um, I serve in all these uh, different uh, um, locations as far as being a mentor 
and not only there, any kid that I see on the street, and I, t I say this because I'm, I'm talking about Larry Jariga also. Yes, sir. When he see kids on the street in our community, he make it his business to always approach and let them know that we are his, are their friends and stuff, and we're there for them if they ever need us. Any families that we have in our communities that have problems, he addresses them in a professional manner to where they know that we are their friends and we're there to support them also. So I just want to give kudos to uh, the Chief Larry Jariga for his vision and um, the different and many organizations that he's a part of also. Absolutely. Which is trying to bring in social justice and bring in peace and harmony amongst our communities and thank, our police officers. Thank you for doing that because Chief Jariga, before he was chief, yes, uh, he was one of the first of people we met at the North Miami Police Department, he said, we got to mentor these kids. Yes. Became a big brother. Now he continued that even as chief. And a shout out to all the mentoring organizations because it's not about competition, it's about right. collaboration. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned mm -hmm. 5,000 role models. Shout out to Paul Wilson and the entire team over at the 5,000 role models. It is so important that we embrace and you can be a big brother, you can be a role model, you can be a big sister, you can be a role model. We all can do something. Now, Major, before we close the show, yes, you all had an event uh, recently yes. uh, at the stadium as part of Football Unites, and kudos to Jason, the Dolphins team, because it's all about collaboration, not about competition. 5,000 role models and others and other police departments, tell us about what happened. We had um, hundreds of police officers from different agencies across Miami-Dade County and, and Broward County. We had the opportunity to give a presentation. It's a presentation that's given by Noble, uh, the law in your community, where we talk about police and youth relationships, uh, how the youth should approach officers, how officers should approach the youth, what, pe what the youth should do if they have a complaint, the things they should do, the attitude they should have, the actions that they should make, Beautiful. the decisions that they should make as far as who they hang around, distracted driving, um, as far as because we have a lot of high schoolers now going to be driving. So we talk about the use of cell phones, the use of taking selfies, the use of reading, um, the, the use of doing anything besides driving, keeping your hands on the wheel and your eyes on the road. Uh, we're going to have, we had the uh, Florida Highway Patrol there to show a safety video on what you should do during a traffic stop. Beautiful. To be safe, which is very important. We had the Dolphins football players there also to be in the, in the presence of the young men, to give them the opportunity to not only role play, but also to talk to those individual students, to give them the opportunity to, to feel, and to, to, feel, to be in that environment of being around somebody positive, uh, to make them go in that direction. Real dialogue with police officers. And real place. partnership to address social justice. Yes. And when I think about the kids we serve in Miami-Dade County, through the various Football Unites partners, as we seek to inspire change. Some of those role models are bigs like you. Yes. Some of those uh, kids who have the beautiful red tie on are also little brothers, if you will. That's the beauty of community. That's the beauty of family. So again, on behalf of Big Brothers Big Sisters of Miami, uh, thank you to the National Football League for helping us inspire change locally through the Miami Dolphins Football Unites program. Thank you, Kaisha, ADL. We're gonna make this thing happen. We sure are. Major Belcher, who took over half of my show. <laughs> Thank you for what you do every day, brother. Thank you. <laughs> and does, does he get the producer credit? <laughs> He'll get the producer credit. And Jason, I can't say enough. We're all here because of you and yes. the Miami Dolphins, sir. Yes. So you get the last word, brother. No, thank you very much. And like you talked about before, this ability and platform that you've created. I mean, because when I saw you 
at, in the in Arizona. I saw myself. I saw everything we did. It, it was the embodiment of what it is, and it almost brought tears to my eyes just seeing that and hearing and hearing those stories. So, we thank you for providing this platform. We look forward to expanding our partnership and relationship with you, and, and even doing more. And the only thing I'll say is uh, we want to inspire community volunteerism. Good. So we have a program through the NFL 100 called Dolphins Huddle for 100. So yes, we're sir. trying to inspire a change and do community work. So anybody that's, that's listening right now in organizations, if you do something in the community, take a picture, post it on social media, hashtag Dolphins Huddle for 100, Huddle, F-O-R, the number, the number 100. And it's a competition between the teams that we have going on for Super Bowl to see how many much volunteerism that we do, that we're going to do. And the, and the reality for us is we're not doing it to get a pat on the back. We want to do it to help our community. So anybody anybody that's out there right now, listen to it. Dolphins Hunter for one, hashtag it. It'll be great. And we'll continue to work through our Football Unites program. We'll continue to work with Big Brothers and Big Sister in Miami. And we all and we definitely love the groups we're here today as well too. On that note, when we mentor, when we unite, when we mentor, ain't no mountain high enough. That's a wrap. Game of life. Where everybody makes a team, but how you play is up to you. <laughs> hey, this is Gail Nelson, President and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters Miami, the host of The Game of Life. 